So just because you've had a Kundalini awakening doesn't mean that it needs to become the central theme of your entire personality. Eventually, you want to get to a point where the awakening is so integrated and a seamless part of who you are that you no longer need to talk about it or even think about it unless it's absolutely necessary. Now, I get it. This process is so mind-blowing. It's incredible. It's challenging. To put it mildly, it's so far out. I've been fascinated by it. I've been very attached to it. I've been overly obsessive about it myself. Okay, so I'm speaking here from experience. But as the years have gone by, it's become more and more normal to me to have gone through this process. And when I say that it's become normal, this is a good thing. It makes me feel less crazy. It makes me feel more grounded, more relatable to other people. I feel like other people are more relatable to me, whether they've gone through this process or not. And it allows, it allows me to actually enjoy the benefits of this Kundalini awakening process without overthinking it, without getting in my own way. Okay. Now I did for a period, you know, I did overthink it. I did make this a central part of my identity. I was very attached to the narrative of the Kundalini process. And that was because I was in the midst of, you know, some of the most difficult and mystical parts of it. It was just so, so incredible, so far out, incredibly difficult, incredibly amazing, blissful, you know, very dark. It was, it was just on both ends of the spectrum. It was just so, so otherworldly. But as all of that settled, I realized that I just need to integrate this transformation into Brent, the normal guy, and then get on with my life without having to openly talk about, you know, my Kundalini process with people who don't know about it or who don't care about it, okay? Now, if you're in the thick of the process, going through the very difficult things, if you're very fresh, if this is new, I understand why you may feel that this is, you know, something to be very fascinated and attached to, you know, the narrative that you're going through Kundalini Awakening. I understand that. I understand that. And I think there is... Uh, room to have that sort of feeling and attitude towards the process, especially early on, especially in the midst of the most intense parts of it, okay? So this message isn't necessarily directed right at you for this moment. If you like, you can keep listening and it's something that you can keep in mind for the future, okay? In this talk, I'm minimizing this idea of Kundalini awakening. I'm just, you know, minimizing it, making it seem a little bit less important than maybe I have in other talks, and the reason for that is that this message is for those who are on the brink of reaching a point of stability in their process, but are being held back because they are still clinging to this narrative of, I've been going through Kundalini Awakening. Kundalini Awakening has been the major experience that you know has you know shaped me for the past however many months or years, okay? These ideas of clinging to it hold a person back from really stepping into a, a point of maturity where they no longer need to use kundalini as a centerpiece around their identity as a human being in the world okay in terms of the more difficult components i have some some insights and tips and principles and practices and some interviews with other people that have gone through this process and we, we dive into it so you can check all of that out if you feel like you know you're not really interested in in hearing uh kundalini being uh you know dismissed and brought down to a more grounded perspective today check out those other talks 
So to me, letting go of the Kundalini narrative is a sign of maturation. It's a sign of wisdom. And to me, this is what it means to be integrated and embodied. This is what it means to have your spirituality integrated and embodied into your life. Okay. A butterfly doesn't dwell on its time in the cocoon. It just lives as a butterfly now. It's what it does. It doesn't fly around thinking, oh my gosh, the cocoon, this and that. It doesn't fly around trying to, you know, talk to other animals about what happened to it in the cocoon and, you know, trying to find out if the other animals also went into a cocoon and all this kind of stuff. It just is a butterfly now. That's wisdom. That's maturity. It's over it. It's not a big deal. The cocoon isn't a big deal to it anymore. It's enjoying what it has achieved having gone through the metamorphosis without being attached to that whole story, okay? I like comparing kundalini to um, caterpillars and butterflies. I also like comparing kundalini to puberty because we've all been through puberty, so we all can, can relate on that, and it's not much different. We approach in very, very similar ways. The attitudes we take are very, very similar. During puberty, you know, when you're an adolescent, it's okay to make it part of your personality and identity as you, you know, develop your idea and sense of who you are. It's okay to, you know, talk about with your friends or maybe, you know, you notice your body's changing and maybe your friends aren't or theirs are changing in different ways. And it's okay to kind of, you know, focus on those things. It's new. It's, it's exciting, okay? But you don't want to be a 40-year-old person still walking around talking about, you know, how you've gone through puberty, right? You don't want to be like, oh, you know... Puberty, that was really intense. I just I went through it and now I'm living, you know, having gone through puberty, puberty, and you're like always talking about it and stuff. It's it's weird, it's creepy, right? So, you know, you don't need to you become mature. It becomes integrated into who you are and you let it go, right? You probably don't even ever think about having gone through puberty, you know, in your in your everyday life. It's just a normal part of who you are now as an adult, right? So once puberty is stabilized, once the process is complete. It's just an integrated part of who you are. You move on, okay? And Kundalini can be approached in the same way, okay? I know this may be hard to believe, just like, you know, when you were an adolescent going through puberty, somebody may have told you, oh, one day you won't even think about, you know, this process. And you may say, oh, yeah, right, you know, this is so intense. It's so wild. It's amazing. It's difficult. I'll always remember this process. This is going to define my whole life moving forward. Puberty. You may be thinking, you know, you may have thought about puberty in that way. And in the midst of the difficult and most intense parts of Kundalini awakening, you may be thinking of, no, there's no way I will ever let go of this narrative of Kundalini. There's no way I will, you know, never, uh, you know, not think about it. I'll always be thinking about Kundalini. I'll always be looking for opportunities to talk about it. I will always use it to uh, define who I am when I consider, you know, my relationships or my career or my health or my, you know, my hobbies. I'm here to tell you that there's probably going to come a point where you become so, so uh, um, embodied with this. You just let it all go and it just becomes, you know, so it doesn't, it's a second nature to you now. Not even second nature, it's it's first nature, you could say. It's just who you are, okay? So if you happen to be attached to this narrative of Kundalini, right? Maybe you have issues relating with other people. Maybe thinking, you know, I can't relate with these people. They haven't gone through what I've gone through. They don't understand the difficulty or they don't understand the the, the fascination and the bewilderment that I've you know, experienced. They don't understand what I've experienced in the spiritual realm or, you know, they don't understand my relationship with God and all this kind of stuff. Then it's likely that the reason that you can't relate with other people, which probably isn't something you're comfortable with, if you really contemplate it, 
it's probably because you're just too attached to this whole idea of, you know, I'm I'm a Kundalini person. I went through Kundalini Awakening and they didn't and that's why I can't relate with them. Or I need to only find people that have gone through this and they're the only people that I can really relate with, you know. Once you get over this and you move on and, and it's just integrated and embodied, you'll be able to relate with people without judgment, without feeling, you know, that they don't understand you and all that kind of stuff. You'll be able to relate with people as a mature person that's not clinging to this narrative of Kundalini. Same way that you, know, you go through puberty, you're able to relate with people that haven't gone through puberty, right? You're able to relate with people going through puberty. You're able to, to have empathy for them, spend time with them, all this kind of stuff. It's not like unusual per se, okay? Same thing with Kundalini. It's just your judgment that gets in the way. And I've experienced all this myself. I'm not, I'm not sitting here acting like I haven't experienced it. I've experienced all this kind of stuff. Judgment, you know, feeling like, you know, I'm different. I'm special. I can't be around other people anymore. What am I going to do? Blah, 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 blah. All of that was all because I had made Kundalini part of my personality. And eventually it becomes integrated. You drop that. Judgment's all away. Everybody can, you know, be somebody you can relate with on very deep levels. Very, very deep levels. Okay. So, for example, you know, I might go to a party. I might go to a bar. Somebody might offer me a drink. You know, I'm having a conversation with them. We're talking about the news, the weather, uh, politics. Maybe we're gossiping, whatever it is, right? We're having a human conversation in the bar, okay? And they may offer me, you know, hey, can I get you a drink? Can I buy you a drink or whatever? I don't drink because of my Kundalini awakening process. I don't drink alcohol. I, I get a, a whiff of it and it smells like poison to me. My body says, absolutely not. Do not put that in my system. I used to drink, but now no more, right? So somebody offers me a drink or something, I'm not going to say, oh, you know, I don't drink because, you know, I went through this Kundalini awakening a few years ago. And, and uh, ever since then, you know, my, I don't want to lower my frequency. I don't want to lower my energetic vibration. I just say, oh, no, thanks. And we continue the conversation. That's how it can be. It doesn't have to be this like whole thing, right? That you don't have to make your whole identity around your Kundalini awakening process. Okay you do that's why people are like think you're weird they think you're crazy they don't want to they don't you freak them out you either make them jealous because you know you're having a crazy spiritual experience and they're not you scare them because you're talking about things that you know they're not able to understand right you make them think that you get you scare them because they're worried about you because you know maybe you're you're talking about things that don't make sense to them in their worldview so you got to learn how to navigate you know, in the world without leading with Kundalini awakening. Otherwise, you know, you're not probably not going to be able to navigate in a very healthy way. Okay. For the same reason, this is why some spiritual teachers who have gone through Kundalini awakening, very intense processes. This is why m some of them don't talk about Kundalini. Okay. They talk about other things to do with, you know, meditation and, and you know, spiritual awakening in general and consciousness and being in the, in the present moment and all this kind of stuff. But it's become integrated so deeply into their process, sorry, into their life, the Kundalini awakening process becomes just an integrated part of their life that it is shared in an energetic way through the energetic transmission that happens in silence. And at the same time, it's also just not a big deal, right? It's also just not a big deal, you know, because they're just, it's just, like I said, you just mature. It's like the same way that puberty is not a big deal to you anymore. Same way that, you know, the butterfly doesn't consider it's time in the cocoon to be a big deal anymore, right? I'm a little different, speaking of spiritual teachers, because, you know, I do talk about this stuff openly. It's the main central theme of my work as a spiritual teacher. That's the direction that I've been called. And I don't think most spiritual teachers are called in that direction. I just happen to be, um, you know, I could say, unfortunately, because it's, uh, it's crazy stuff to talk about, right? But once 
this camera's off, I'm not Brent's spirit anymore. You know, I'm not Brent's spirit, the guy who talks about Kundalini on the internet. I'm just Brent, okay? I'm just a normal guy. Spiritual teacher is just a role, it's just a character, it's just a mask that I play, okay? So I don't lead with my Kundalini Awakening story as a key part of who I am outside of doing this work. Outside of doing this work, I'm just a normal guy, like very normal. You know, I, I, there's no, I don't even know how to describe it because I'm just like a normal person, right? Do the same things, you know, watch Netflix, hang out with friends, you know, eat junk food, all this kind of stuff. Like, I'm just a normal guy, okay? Same way, I invite you to consider where you may be overly attached to the Kundalini Awakening narrative. See if you can drop it, integrate it into your life, and move forward. I hope this message has been meaningful for you today. You can visit brentspirit.com for more free content just like this. I've got some ebooks, audiobooks. It's all free. You can contact me with any questions about your Kundalini process by email. I will do my best to respond to you as soon as I can. You can also make a donation to support me in this work. And if you like, you can find out about meeting with me one-on-one -on -one to discuss your process. Until next time, thanks for listening. Much love and peace.